0: Welcome to the podcast. How's it going, Cody Dre?
1: Good. Yeah. Bonjour.
0: Oh, don't. Don't even with me. <laughs> You've got your, LaCro- your LaCroix open. And That's right. So during July, all of you should know that Cody turns into a Frenchman because he's watching just copious amounts of the Tour de France. Le
1: Tour de France. I can't. We. Oui.
0: All right. We just need to move on. It's going to start irritating me. It's a it's an exciting time. Our whole relationship has basically been based around this this um, event. This is all you've cared about year to year. Probably the one time a year you just almost completely check out, right?
1: Vive the tour. That's okay. right.
0: All right. So who's anything <laughs> exciting? Who's in the... Is in
1: the lead? Tarek Pogachers is in the lead from Slovenia, but I mean, we could talk for four hours about who's this your person. Starts. Who
0: are you rooting
1: for? I was rooting for Primus Roglic, uh-huh. but he is out.
0: Okay. He is oh. out. He crashed out. So what? he was That's my guy. That's who I was rooting for.
1: Yeah. yeah Primus. He, uh, he had a heartbreaking second place finish last year. I was rooting for him this year. He crashed out, unfortunately. Um, I. I I really would like Richard Carapaz from Ecuador to win, but Tadej Pogacar is unstoppable at this point. It looks like okay. we're about midway through. I don't think he's going to falter. Okay. It doesn't look that way. So.
0: I think probably about 0.5 of our listeners know what you're talking about or follow the tour, but for them...
1: You think this that is many?
0: Exig- <laughs> no, let's be honest. <laughs> it's very less. Well. Um, so if you guys have any discussion uh, tour wise that you like to keep. Cody is begging for someone besides me to talk to about this. Yeah. He, it's like his favorite thing. It's all he can think about. And he mostly primarily likes to speak in French for the entire month of July. And by August, I I literally almost like threaten his life. If he keeps going. So then
1: the wealth of España starts in August. So we can just keep rolling.
0: Okay. All right. So this (laughs) (laughs) conversation, we're just going to keep going. I don't, I'm speechless. (laughs) Um, this conversation that we're going to play for this episode is a conversation we had a while back with you and Wade. Mm-hmm. You guys were discussing the exciting news of the Adventure Sailor that's coming up yes. in September, am I right? End of
1: September, beginning of October, okay. September 30th through October 2nd. Think, yeah, I'm really 3rd, excited like
0: yep. for you guys. Just the ideas and the things I've heard you talk about, um, it's really open to anyone uh, doesn't matter on your fitness level. This yeah. one will probably just be dudes. So if you have a man in your life or you are a man who wants to shine up, sign up, um, get a hold of me, get a hold of Cody. Yes, please. Email creative retreats at gmail.com. You can DM um, the podcast Instagram or the creative sailor Instagram or Cody or me. Between all of those things, we will definitely – get you signed up and get your space saved if you want more information you can also get a hold of us anything else
1: yeah no just please ask questions I mean so some people it might be sort of arbitrary hopefully this podcast clears up kind of the vision but I'm really excited about it I think it's going to be an amazing time for people to just kind of just sort of stop refocus in their lives refresh And, and like Lou said it's for any fitness level it's not anything specific that way so it's just meant to, to get in nature, kind of reconnect and refocus um, yeah. in your life. So
0: yep. So, if even if you don't think you're going to go, you don't even have any desire to go, keep listening because there's a lot of really good concepts that we cover in this episode mm-hmm. about rhythms and balance and movement and a lot of really important things for everybody in every stage of life. A lot of things we've been missing that we can't afford to miss anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Um thank you guys for being on.
1: Oh yeah. Gosh, thanks for having us. You
0: are my favorite co-host. Hey. Are you sure? Well, you're the you're I'm the most, most
1: frequent and the available. Favorite. I mean, I'm I live in your house, so you you do right. a good job. Thank you.
0: Um, all right, guys. Viva Latour. Viva la Tour. Okay we're back with my co-hosts for the night which are Cody and Wade. We have launched and announced their adventure sailor that's taking place this fall we're so excited at their vision. I wanted to have them on to talk a little bit about it and kind of extend more of an invitation for anyone who's listening, who's just like curious about what that would be and how it's different from the creative sales that we do that Amanda and I do. So this is purely kind of a brainchild and heart project of Wade and um, Cody. That's something that they've wanted to do for a long time and that they are already implemented in their lives. So um, I'll start with Cody would you just give like a paragraph of what these few days in the mountains are going to be or what you're hopeful for in like a nutshell? And then um, Wade, you could follow that up.
1: Yeah, definitely. So for me, it's something that's been really brewing in my own life, especially the last few years that's been evolving. And it's just, I think there's a real importance in our culture to take time to really pause and withdraw from life a little bit to some just sort of reflect on where we're at, where we want to go, what are, what's motivating us, what are we sort of what are we living for, what's important to us and I think really trying to focus on that holistically with getting in nature, you know, challenging our bodies and then also challenging our minds a little bit to be able to pull away from our daily life and just the busyness that we can get caught up in so much with family and work and everything we have going on to take time away and refocus and, you know, get out outside, you know, in the mountains running and hiking, but also um, challenging our minds a little bit as well to kind of really think and focus on what is important to us, what motivates us, you know, what are we, what kind of goals do we have and resetting our lives. So kind of focusing on like, you know, body, mind, spirit you know, eating good food and having good conversation, I think would be part of that as well. And I think we need to take time to reset sometimes. Absolutely.
0: Um, Yeah. Wade, what are your hopes for this, um, sailor adventure?
2: Yeah, I, um, I agree with Cody a hundred percent. I, my vision for this has been, um, let's, let's start with, these moments that I think both Cody and I wish wouldn't end a lot of times, like when we are going out for a bike ride or a run or a hike with our friends. And usually it's so compact that you might get to do it for an afternoon or you might just have a couple hours and you're getting a little bit of fellowship. And it's like, let's extend that because it's so rich. And let's see if we can't create a little more space where we can do that, but also where we can come together and be still. Um, have some space to, as Cody said, pause, reflect, get healthy spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. And this, this time, I think Cody and I are both convinced that we need to um, get back to a little bit of Sabbath rest in our lives, like consistently being people who know how to rest and know that the world goes on without us and that it actually from a position of rest, we're more effective in, Our parenting, more effective in our vocations, more effective in our relationships, in in our ministries, but we don't take time to do that, and we're afraid, Um, whether it's fear of missing out or fear of falling behind or the fact that there's just so much to do. If I'm not working, I'm not going to get it. If I'm not constantly busy, I'm not going to get everything done. And really that's backwards. And I think Cody and I are convinced and I know a lot of other people are being convinced too, that actually when you've allowed yourself to rest and you've allowed yourself to get healthy in these areas, you're more productive. You're going to get more done. And so, yeah, we want to create, we want to talk about Sabbath. We want to create space. We want to be out and having this great, rich fellowship of being out in nature and working out together and eating healthy, as Cody said. But I think it's this, it's a stepping stone, in my opinion, to getting to a place where maybe we even have adventure sailors that last a week, and we're able to help people learn how to eat healthy, um, go maybe do some counseling during the week, um, spiritually get healthy, emotionally, physically, and have it just be a launching pad so that when people come out of this week or this long weekend, if they've even been given some tools, that they feel like are practical and man, I can live more healthy. And I've been given a foundation here that will help me do that beyond this adventure, say the week or weekend.
0: Right. I, right. That's exactly where I want to go next is in both of you guys' stories, you've been crazy busy parenting, kind of climbing the ladders at work also um, in school (laughs) and you're emerging out on the other side. When you don't and didn't have these rhythms that you were trying your best to implement in your life when you did not invest in yourself in some of these ways and moving your body and these things you're mentioning, what showed up in your life and in your personhood that did not align with who you knew you were supposed to be and your values? What shows up when you don't make these investments?
2: Failure. (laughs) Failure. What do you mean by that? Um, I so just a little bit of background I'm I'm a manager of an ICU and a medical surgical floor in a hospital and I came out of nursing school I moved up like you said Lou fairly quickly I'd only been a nurse for about two and a half years when I became a manager and now um, I manage just a lot of people and if I don't just... Turn it off and come home, exercise, eat well, spend time with my kids, spend time with the Lord. If I don't have rhythms of rest in my life, my, and I know, and I respect the people that I work for, but just the nature of the job is if I commit myself to just being there 24 seven, they'll take it. No one's going to send me home and say, you need to go take care of yourself. Because there's always stuff to do. But the problem is, is it truly is failure because I will, no matter how long or how hard I work, I'll never get completely caught up. There will always be something to do. And the work starts becoming, um, you know, poorer and poorer. Like I'm just putting out a product that is so inferior compared to what I might normally put out because I'm not coming back to work or into the situation rested. healthy mentally and physically. And I'm, I'm just a disaster Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and I'm no good as, you know, as a, as a leader in my job, I want to be a servant leader. I want to be able to listen to people. I want to have, let them know that they can approach me. And when I'm so slam busy and I'm not taking breaks, I'm no good to them in that way. And I start becoming the boss. I don't want to be. So I would say when these rhythms are not in their appropriate place, And even spiritually in church life, as someone who's been in ministry too, it's so easy to constantly be investing in others, being at every church service, at every Bible study, leading worship, doing all these things and getting lots of praise from people around you and realizing, man, there's a lot in my life that is falling apart all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. because I'm just not letting myself take time to go for a run, to sleep, to take a day off where I'm not doing any of that and trust and sit back and watch and be like, wow, it really will go on without me. I'm not such an essential cog in this thing that if I'm out, everything's gonna fall apart. And in fact, if I rest, I become a better person in those situations and everything becomes easier, more successful, more clear. I just, Yeah. yeah, that's what I would say.
0: Would you add to that code?
1: I agree. You know, I think that if you get stuck in this rut of just being so stuck in your work or whatever you have going on, it's it's a sort of a bottomless pit. I yeah. think. And it ends poorly, you know, where you your performance actually goes down. Um, I think even for me, you know, until I started getting more outlets physically and pursuing relationships that were more like mentors and investing in healthier habits and rhythms with diet and all that kind of combined and spiritually as well i think for me it was just like um, just depressed really and unhealthy and unbalanced mentally and then your performance does go down and your perspective on things is isn't as clear and being able to have outlets and you know push yourself physically also have other people you respect that maybe aren't like emotionally involved or connected in your life, but just to talk to um, and finding balance in all these areas actually helps your performance a lot yeah. and helps you to have more clarity and better perspective on your situation, you know? And if, for me, even like when I'm in the mountains or on a long ride or on a long run or something, I, I've had some of my best time of just thought and reflection and ideas and right. Um, clarity for sure so it's important
0: yeah yeah it's almost like if you've put yourself in a position where you cannot afford to step away then you can't afford not to rest you're like you're in a place where it's really dire that you start doing that okay let's talk about adventure and wonder Um, that is sort of a lost art form a lost appreciation there's so much grabbing our gaze constantly and our attention spans are like that of a gnat or a fly. We don't even have an (laughs) attention span. Mm -hmm. So what can be returned to us when we do step away and we take a little bit of time to detox and we start pumping some times of wonder and childlike adventure back into our lives. Cody, you can start with that.
1: Man. Um, I think it, especially when you're adventuring in nature, I think there's something about it that is humbling, because you really see just the amazing creation around you that makes you really feel small in a way, but in a in a humbling way where you just realize like the world is so vast and so beautiful and so incredible. So I think it gives you good perspective,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and allows you to to have kind of clear your mind. And that's one thing I love about. Um, maybe say like trail running versus like road running. And this may just be more personal preference, but it's less about pace and times and splits and how, you know, how fast you're running more just about exploring, you know, adventuring and what's around the next corner and really seeing what's yeah. out there. And I think it's just, there's something it almost makes you feel like a little kid again yeah. or something.
0: And there's something so inefficient about it that I love. Did you know we have a Sala newsletter? Amanda and I started it. We are offering just short articles and essays and recipes and beautiful ideas and pictures and workings of other people and even guest writers about twice a month in a short email that will be dropped into your mailbox. I don't want to should you, but I think you should go to um, the Creative Sala. Instagram and follow us, of course, and then go to the link in the bio and you can get signed up right away to be in our newsletter list. And then you'll also be first to know about um, specials going on and um, new dates for Sela retreats and Sela dinners and adventures, all the things we're doing. Um, Who couldn't use a little bit of beauty and good news in their email list? Um, So, I would love it if you would go sign up for that today. What you would get from, from stepping away in this type kind of like holistic, um, getaway setting that maybe wouldn't show up in just like a workout in your home or a garage or a gym.
2: Yeah, I think, well, I think in a gym, there's just too much distraction. There's no way, unless you've got like this private gym in an incredible setting where you're the only one in there or you and just maybe a a few people, it's really hard to, to let your mind rest. And, and you're like Cody said, the sense of kind of adventure and I don't know, I liken it to, to the difference between like you can watch a movie about snowboarding but then when you get out and you actually snowboard there's your your there's touch there's smell there's there's cold there's heat there's i mean there's all this tactile stuff that's going on in nature mm-hmm. that your sense it, it's so healthy for you you know your senses are alive and yet it's still resting it's still peaceful. The, the, whatever happens to us, and I don't know scientifically exactly. I mean, I've read some stuff on it, but I don't want to speak to it as an expert. But whatever happens to us when we get synthetic versions of it, there, there's almost something broken. When it's synthetic, it's, it lacks the depth that allows us to tr- truly feel refreshed. And I think when you're t- what you're talking about a little bit with, with a gym, in my opinion, is it feels synthetic. It's like watching TV versus actually doing that thing mm-hmm. um, that maybe you're partaking of. So I personally think that getting out, like for me, getting out in the woods, COVID has been really good this way because um we've been, as nurses and healthcare workers, we've been trapped inside of a hospital for hours and hours and hours. And you just feel cooped up and you've got to get out to wide open spaces. And there's something about those wide open spaces where you just feel like, oh, I can breathe. I can be still. I can just listen to nature instead of beeping and buzzing and call lights and all the things that go on. Just the sounds of nature are, are healthier for me. And I I don't know why, but mentally I feel so much more refreshed listening to the wind blowing through the trees and the sounds of crickets and, and, you know, just nature Mm -hmm. compared to synthetic things that, that seem to feel like make you edgy by the time you've spent any kind of real time around synthetic things. You just feel edgy, you know, does that make sense?
0: Totally. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. You guys touch on what happens inside of you when you're moving and maybe pushing your body further than you thought it could go Mm. in tandem with good rest. Like for me, I am not an athlete, which will surprise everyone, but I (laughs) like, there is something so healing about movement. I've noticed it in my kids. I've noticed it in you. And sometimes you'll come back from the mountains, like running, and this may be different for everyone, but I suspect it's universal in some way, like more build up than like even a church service. There is something that happens when you're moving in the outdoors. Would you guys um, talk about that a little bit? What do you think happens that where you're able to break past those barriers?
1: Well, I think it's the for me, it's multifaceted for sure. Um, like for for example, I went on a run last night, and for the sake of convenience, just ran through the neighborhoods and the streets and the green belt or whatever. And which convenient, I got it was a workout, but it's not the same to me at all as you know really going out in the mountains. And there's there's a part of it that there's the solitude aspect of it, and I think that's something that a lot of people are searching for when they're going to the trails to go mountain biking or or hiking or running is just getting away, you know, getting away from the city, getting away from other people. So there's like solitude and just the quietness of it. And um, I think the beauty is another aspect of it. Um, it's amazing just to see the wildflowers and the trees and just sort of take it all in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just competitive too. I love pushing myself. And so I think it really, it doesn't invigorate all of my sort of senses and Everything sensory for me—just the the smells, the 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 feel, the vision, like just seeing everything so beautiful in nature, and then yeah. pushing myself physically. I think um, it's almost, uh, I wouldn't say addictive, I guess. But there's just it's satisfying.
0: Yeah. Would you add anything to that, Wade?
2: Yeah. Um, for me. I can have in, in nursing, they talk a lot about your resiliency plan. What is your resi- resiliency plan? How are you going to keep yourself showing up day in and day out and being the best version of yourself? And um, a lot of people have different things that they'll, you know, they'll say that they do. Mm-hmm. But you hear exercise a lot of times comes up for a lot of people like, I need to just go for a run. I need to be uh, go on a bike ride. I need to go work out. And I, and I think it's a stress reliever for me. And I feel like a lot of people find that the endorphin release and everything that happens when you're working out is so good, but there's something about being able to start your workout and almost be in a bad mood, but just be pushing yourself. And it, and it's, it's like the stress just starts melting away for me. Mm-hmm. When I've had a long day at the hospital, sometimes the first thing I'll do is I'll call Amanda on my way home and I'll just say, hey, are you okay if I just run to the house really quick, throw on my running shoes and my running shorts and I just run out. We have a little road here called Foothill Road. If I just run out Foothill Road and yeah, absolutely. And I can tell by the time I'm at the end of that run that I'm in a much better place to come into the house and interact with my family, no matter what's happened at work. But it also has a real spiritual aspect for me because what the the thing that Cody's talking about, pushing yourself, for me, I always feel like I'm coming to the end of myself. Like I can't push myself. I can't finish the race well. And I just immediately start praying. And it's funny because I'll almost always do this. I'll pray, Lord, help me, help me finish. And then pretty soon I'm like, God, I need you to do more than help me. I need you to take over. I can't run the race anymore. Like you need, I, w- I want to finish well. I want to finish strong, but you got to take over. It's not even help I need. It's a complete takeover that I need. And that it's a spiritual lesson for me every time. And it never gets old. And I feel like it's super, super healthy for me to have that right at the end of the run. And then it's like, I'm praying my way into the house and I'm ready to interact with my family. And Amanda will say it over and over again. Um, wow, you're you are in a better place after you've worked out.
1: Yeah, yeah Lou says that to me too. <laughs> I think it. I think there's something about that for me. You know, a really long like bike ride. To where if I go go and I'm in a, a bad mood or I'm ripped off about something or Lou and I had an argument or something like that. If I'm on a ride, it. I feel like it gives me such more clarity, to like process through it and like uh, take ownership. You know mm-hmm. of what I could change or, and, and really actually have a healthier perspective on it. So it's definitely good, good stress relief and sort of helping you process as well.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys just button this up by both of you giving an encouragement. Maybe someone needs this in their life. They don't have the confidence to do it, or they don't want to ask. I mean, it just feels like a big ask to step away from their life. Maybe just encourage someone of of uh, varying fitness levels that's not really what it's about to pursue and invest in themselves either in this adventure sala or in something like that that would just give them life can you um maybe encourage them just that they are like worthy enough to do that for themselves maybe start with wade
2: okay yeah i think if you're at a place where you recognize that something has to change. There's, and I don't wanna get too technical with it, but there's something called the trans-theoretical model of change. And so many people are in the pre-contemplation or the contemplation stage where they're thinking about it, or they're maybe not even thinking about it, but they know something needs to change, but they haven't started thinking about a plan. And they never get to action or maintenance in their lives because they never take that first step of, I'm going to do this. And this is not about, you know, the fittest of people coming together because we're going to do just extreme stuff. And if you're not in great shape, don't plan on coming. Mm-hmm. This is about, I need some different routines in my life. So a lot of it is about giving yourself the space to rest as much as it is about getting out. And being in nature and, and working and doing something invigorating, but also just total health. Like we're, we we want to start this as the beginning step of just getting healthy all the way around. And so, and the other cool thing about it is it's really easy to do hang out with a certain group of people that you're comfortable with and um, I think that's great. We all have those people. We need those people in our lives, but this is going to stretch you a little bit because you may be coming to something with some men that you've never met, but I think you'll make some incredible relationships. You'll get outside of your echo chamber a little bit, and it will be healthy on multiple levels.
1: That's so good.
0: That's so true. What do you think code? I agree
1: a hundred percent. And it's something that I think could be beneficial to, to anyone, you know, that in any stage of life that they're in and it really is for everyone it's not just like a fitness uh exclusive thing where it's all about uh being some elite athlete or something it's not about that at all it's really more about we just want to sort of curate this experience and aid in that letting people rest and you know explore in nature and push themselves and challenge themselves, but that looks differently for different people. Um, and so it's definitely doesn't need to be a one size fits all thing. And any, anyone is certainly welcome to come. And so that's something that I would want to stress is that it doesn't matter if uh, you're not, a, you wouldn't consider yourself a fitness person at all, who is not fit or someone who's an elite athlete. I mean, I think with it, especially the area we're going in Joseph, um, I think we will be able to create this space for people to do, what they want there. If they want an extreme adventure, that they want to pursue on their own, even they'd be able to do that, or or not at all. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that's important for people to know as well.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm really excited for you guys. I can't wait to hear the stories. I'm excited for that menu you guys are gonna work up. Part of the sales, the best part about them is just feeding people and caring for people. So it's going to be amazing. And I'm really proud of you guys. I can't wait.
2: Thank you. We're excited as well. Yes.